into the contest. It is Tuesday, the 31st of August, the last day of winter, yes. Welcome to Afternoon Sports. Shane Lee, how are you? The kids are getting ready to get in the backyard, play some cricket. Yeah, good memories, mate, for this time of year, growing up in the backyard with my two brothers, Brett and Grant, and um, yeah, from from early light, mate, we are out there playing in the backyard and competing and obviously fighting, and, and, and mum obviously stopping a lot of fights along the way, but yeah, good memories, mate, definitely. It does get fierce, doesn't it? I'm five mm. boys, one girl, of course, where I grew up, and one of my brothers, I won't name him here, but the garbage bin could be spinning into the fence, and it didn't hit the wicket. It didn't hit the wicket. <laughs> How often? Did they, I just one last ball. I needed to get to 360 uh, when someone's batting against someone much younger. Yeah, they are the tales of backyard cricket. We've got a stack of sport on today. Toby Green, he knows how to find trouble. He is a key for GWS. He fronts the tribunal today. We'll talk about that. The big fines the Roosters. Josh Morris is retiring. Ash Barty ready for the US Open. There's plenty to talk about. So Shane, Toby Green, there's no question about his ability. He is one of those guys that just gets in the middle. He offers so much to GWS, but boy, he can find some trouble. And he he faces the tribunal today after bumping into the umpire. Uh, I think he's going to struggle. I think he's in big trouble, Timmy. Yeah, he faces the tribunal, which means he can't take the early plead. His, his misconduct record is appalling, and it'll basically come down to he's under charges of intentional umpire contact. And it'll come down to whether the, uh, the umpire said he did it or not. So if um, the umpire, Matty Stevick, says he, he felt force in the bump, Toby Green will sit out the semi-final. Well, we remember in rugby league when Blocker Roach tapped the ref on the head, and mm. look, the, the, it is it is something that is frowned upon, and understandably so. Right across the sporting world, we see it a lot in tennis. Not so much the physical stuff because they're sitting up in chairs, but some of the the verbal abuse. It's just it's just overstepping the line, and uh, you really you take your fate into your own hands when you do it. You definitely, mate. You cannot touch the umpire at um, in this day and age where. Everything gets questioned. Um, it's bloody hard to be a parent when the kids keep going up to the third umpire, yeah. <laughs> third umpire in in the roof. But um, yeah, you can't physically touch the umpire. Uh, they are sacrosanct. Were you uh, were you gobby as a bowler to the umpire, or did you, were you clever? How did, how did you uh, with uh, the umpire holding your jumper and your cap? I know that uh, Stuart McGill was uh, never that complimentary of the umpires. No, and I, I can't lie. I, sometimes I overstep the mark too, and it's um, it is frustrating out there. Um, but you physically can't touch the umpire. That's for sure. You you know where that boundary stands. Yeah, yeah. You probably wouldn't want to touch Paul Wilson. He's a big man. No. He'd, uh, he'd, he'd give you a backhand. <laughs> now, uh, Collingwood, new coach, new horizon, uh, new regime. Um, Eddie gone. It's interesting times. Interesting times. Yes. Yeah. So Craig McRae uh, looks like he's taking over. He's a three-time premiership player with the Brisbane Lions. Um, and he comes from the Richmond's VFL side that he um, coached to a premiership in 2019. So fantastic credentials. Um, he'll take over from the, the caretaker at the moment, Robert Harvey. Yeah, Craig McRae taking over uh, Collingwood, which is a huge club uh, to coach in your first um, AFL appointment as coach. So good luck, Craig McRae. Some would say a poison jealous, but it's, yes. it's a great opportunity. One of the great sports brand of Australian sport. Little question of that. So we wish Collingwood and their fans all the best going forward because it's been a bit of a, an ordinary old trot for them. Now, um, just turning to rugby league, $40,000 worth of fines. Trent Robinson, I, I look back at the transcript. He didn't miss Henry Paranara, did he? He, he absolutely 
tore him apart and the bunker. Um, Andrew Abdo has come out, basically the boss of the NRL, and, and said this is just not on. It was fever pitch on the sideline after what happened with Latrell Mitchell and Joey Manu. 40000 is a lot of coin. It's $40,000 is a lot of money. Half of that goes to Trent Robertson, the coach. I watched that post-match interview, and he did it with um, with a real still steely resolve. He's very, very calm, Trent Robertson. You can see why he makes a very, very good coach, but he definitely didn't miss Perinari. He said this guy is supposed to know footy. And he waited 30, 40, 50 seconds to make a decision. It was appalling. So, yep, the Roosters with a big fine there. $10,000 is um, deferred, but uh, $10,000 straight away and twenty to Trent Robertson. Yeah, look, it's hard to – I don't know. I, I, I thought Trent kept himself together quite well. He probably did go mm. a, a bit of a sting too hard. But when you watch what he watched and you're the coach after a year you've had, I can – I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I'd do. There might be microphones chucked around. Yeah, you, and, you, and you treat your players as, as like your kids. So um, when you see when your kids get hurt in the park, as a parent, you obviously get a bit um, aggravated as well. So I, I do feel a bit for Trent, but um, they've got to get that bunker right. It's not working. Yeah, it's been a long-time problem, hasn't it? They've gone down to one referee, which I think is good. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know about these um, repeat sets. Uh, I think that probably, you know, the game doesn't need to be that quick. Anyway, there's always going to be things that they need to fix and adjust. Josh Morris, uh, the end of his career, he's announced his retirement. Of course, his brother, his twin brother, announced his retirement earlier in the year. Uh, all adds to the woes of the Roosters, but a time to reflect on what an amazing footballer he was. Yeah, what an amazing career. Um, grew up only about 15 minutes from where, where, where Brett and I grew up down the south coast. He's from Kiama, but ends up with 322 matches, 15 state of origins, and six test matches. Just an absolute winner. What about this uh, jockey party? I was going to mention it yesterday, and we ran out of time. <laughs> but these jockeys down in Victoria who've uh, just decided to get a Airbnb, and it wasn't just a cup of tea and a tea cake, was it? They've had this massive party when they're supposed to be in protocols and lockdowns and bubbles and all this other biosecurity in and around what they're doing. Uh, and they've just blown the lid, Jamie Carr and others, uh, and they're out for the spring carnival. <laughs> they are, and I can't get this image out of my head of um, of a jockey party. You know, them sitting there with like little party pies and and maybe drinking beers out of shot glasses. <laughs> Were they all dressed as Smurfs? I, I don't know. It's a fancy dress. Um, it just makes me laugh, mate. But um, once again, breaching COVID um, has a has a ripple effect, and and it's a serious. Um, I'm mucky around there, but it's a serious offence here, and they will set the rest of the season. Yes. Yeah, well, it was a it was a fully blown party, wasn't there? There was red wine stains left in the house. They they certainly had uh, they certainly had a, a a good old shindig, but they're going to have to pay for that now. Tennis, uh, Ash Barty, um, well, the anniversary of Sam Stosa's win. It, she's been in such cracking form this year, hasn't she? With the Wimbledon, with the, the bronze medal at the Olympic Games, plus you know five titles. She is in in fantastic form. Um, she's never gone past the fourth round in the U.S. Open. This has to to be her best chance. I love how she looks for inspiration. She looked for inspiration at Wimbledon with Yvonne Gulligan Corley um, being 15 years since she won it. She's now talking about Sam Stozas. It's 10 years since she won the US Open. Um, that's gone so fast, but 10 years. So she's looking for inspiration there. And um, if anyone can get some inspiration and come up with the goods, it's it's uh, it's Ash Barty. 
Absolutely. Now, a change of pace. I remember the school cadet camps and the, and the toilet facilities that we had to sort of construct up at Singleton have left a mark on my life forever. <laughs> they just have. And I love that movie, Kenny, of course, with uh, yep. Shane Jacobson. Now, Lewis Hamilton, the toilet that will torture him. This is an interesting one. Well, once again, he's um, he's been caught out by uh, audio being on. He didn't realise. Um, he was just talking to a guy in the car uh, pre-match, but he was um, he said I think the quote was haunted for the rest of his life by the smell in the bathroom prior to getting into the car. So, <laughs> a bit of a disgusting thing. But um, yeah, you have to be careful when you talk, uh, Timmy, when you're mic'd up. Yeah, it's real though. Uh, those those uh, those moments can mark you. Um, this this little question we've both travelled the world a bit. Um, okay, so what about another one from uh, the the left of centre file? This fake high school team. So there's this team that's basically uh, mm. lied their way uh, into a situation where they get on television. Yeah, well, it was IMG Academy, which is a real athletic powerhouse um, in the US, um, one of the schools. They took on Bishop Sycamore of Ohio, who basically um, lied their way in. They said they had Group 1 players. They said they were a fantastic team. Obviously, ESPN hasn't done the research, and um, they've come out and been flogged 58-0, and it's a real embarrassment for ESPN um, putting a team on that had such low ability. They don't even know whether the, the school actually is a full-blown school where it's just a sporting club. So, but they've got onto ESPN, so the boys have um, made the most of their opportunity. Oh, I love a little bit of bullshit. <laughs> I love it. I tell you what, some of the things we did when we were younger, I remember my brother and I getting into a split ends concert when we didn't have a ticket. I did, have, you, have, you ever talked your, have you ever talked your way into somewhere? Mate, always speak with a factual tone of voice, Timmy, no matter what, and um, just pretend you know what you're talking about like I'm doing right now. But, but, but it's, it's, it's quite true, isn't it? If you sort of look like you belong somewhere, oh, come on, mate. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, you know, people just – all these stories, like the guy that wandered out with the Indian shirt in during this test series. <laughs> or what was his name? Balti or something. Yeah. And he had the Indian shirt on. And the, and the security guards eventually escorted him off. But he's like, no, no, I'm playing. It just was so funny. Yeah, well, you just got to walk with confidence, don't you? And and, and don't look back. And um, I remember doing that many times, walking to a nightclub, pretending uh, that I'd already been signed in or something. So, um, yep, confidence is the key, Tim. Yeah, with your wristband on. Uh, now, Shane, um, let's wind the clock back to when you started with New South Wales and you had to do some swift talking then as well because you turned up late. I did, mate. My very first game for New South Wales, I was rooming with um, a, a really good mate and uh, the lead guitarist in our band, Six Now, Brad McNamara. Mm, buzzard. Um, we were actually well-behaved, and but Buzzard being the senior player, it was his job to set the alarm clock, and we were woken up by the um, one of the, I think it was the concierge, banging on our door saying, Mr. Mark Taylor said, if you don't get down the ground in 10 minutes, you'll never play again. So you can imagine the fear on my face when I was 18 years old about to play my first game and I shut up to the shut up to the ground and the boys were already warming up. It was it was one of the worst feelings of my life. Where was it? It was it was at, at the Gabba. Um it was just for a one day. I was and I was only twelfth man in the end, but um it just wasn't a great look to showing up at your first match late when the boys were already warming up. It was um I was never late again, put it that way.
I'll tell you what, I, I've had one of those stories when I first started in gold, and I'll, and I'll abbreviate it, but I, here, I is, here I am, I've got my great job, hit some memories to GN, I think I've struck gold, it's 30 years ago, <laughs> but then I'm also hosting the Okie Dokie Karaoke Night at the local pub on a Friday night. I had to be on air on breakfast at 6 o'clock the following morning. I've slept in, I've woken up at 2 minutes to 6 and the overnight oh, no. tape recording was going to run out at six. So there I was driving along the main road of Goulburn, <laughs> listening to, I went to the desert with horse. <laughs> and then the song just faded out. <laughs> I've got inside the radio station. By the time I've run upstairs, it's about six minutes off air. And I've just chucked in Julian Lennon's Salt Water. Remember that song? It was rubbish. God, it was a moaning song. So, what a wells in my eye. Oh, it was terrible. It was welling in my eye. And I thought, oh, my career's over. It's gone. What am I going to do? And two fa- the two phone calls came through from two farmers asking about where the rural news was at six o'clock. I quickly realised I had not hit Broadway. Yeah. Um, oh, those alarm clocks, Shana. Did you get in trouble? No. No one knew. Only the two farmers and me. All right. No one was listening. <laughs> That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, www.xblades.com.au. And our great producer. His name is Mr. Dan McHugh. We'll see you tomorrow for your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.